Are you looking to stand out from the saturated market and become the go-to expert so you can influence, impact, and inspire the world? If so, you're in the right place. You see, when I first started out my business, I struggled to help others because I just sound like thousands of other coaches on social media. So I was constantly chasing for more clients and I earned nothing for an entire year. Through my failure, I was sick of chasing and looking up to thought leaders with a huge base of audience and fans. But that was when I realized, in order to have the same leverage as these leaders, I had to first attract my own community. And this led me to grinding sleepless nights over two years to attract over 250,000 followers on my social media accounts. Now, people finally started noticing, recognizing, and paying me. Hence, it is now my mission to help you become the go-to expert in your industry so that you can attract, convert, and scale your clients on social media without ever spending a single cent. Now, this podcast was created for the visionaries, misfits, rebels, and change makers who don't settle for the ordinary and strive for excellence. You are what I call a domain leader, one who continuously dedicates to mastery and is in a relentless pursuit to reinvent your industry. Okay, along the way, I'll interview thought leaders to help you reverse engineer and uncover your true gift of attraction. And I'll also share with you my experience earning and selling well over six figures over three years on social media. If you're looking for my free personal training to get high paying clients on social media without spending a single cent, hop over to strategicattraction.com. My name's Darius and you're listening to Influence to Impact. Now I worked my ass off to get into my dream university and in the first year I kept joking around with my friends that I'm gonna drop out. By the end of the year, I actually dropped out. I know I usually do videos where I share what works well in my coaching and consulting business, but this is gonna be different. I'm just gonna share the struggles that went through my mind every single day as I was making that decision because it was one of the hardest decisions but if I look back, it's really one of the best. Now this is really for those who are in your university while having a side hustle or for those who's making a big step forward in your career or business because I wish I really had this reflection back then when I made that decision. And it's been about seven, eight months since I actually dropped out. Now if you like and resonate with what I'm about to share next, do smash the like button and share this with a friend who's in a similar situation like how I was. Now after considering many options, there were three reasons why I dropped out. The first one was really getting clarity over my direction, which gave me a lot more certainty in life. Now, since I was 13, I wanted to study psychology. I was this angry, rebellious kid that wanted to know why my parents made certain decisions. So you know the joke that psychology students always just want to solve their past issues, tells me. <laughs> but along the way, I stumbled into the motivational speaking industry and the only question I had in my mind was, how the hell did these people make so much money in the industry? It just made me really curious as to why people bought from them. So I really dived into the world of like self-improvement and business from then. So at a very young age, I went to work at a training development company so that I can understand and figure out how that works. This is where it really got me a lot more exposure because I feel that the education system has been too narrow. By the time we reach university, we still haven't really decided what we want to do with our career. So it's honestly hard to make a decision in your career if you don't have enough exposure to different industries and different skills. And I was also caught in that dilemma, should I study psychology, should I study business because I was really interested in business as well. So as you know, for male Singaporeans, we have to go through two years of army. And I really decided to make best use of my time by really getting clarity over the direction. 
I just knew that I didn't want to end up in an existential crisis that people talk about like one decade later. So during army, you start work at 6am, you end at probably at 6pm, and then for the last 4 hours, I'm pretty much just reading self-improvement and business books. While others had nights out in the army, I stayed in the bunk just to study, and it was honestly a lonely journey. I tested out many different side hustles like e-com, affiliate marketing, writing, but what really stuck was social media content creation. And during those two years, I really just worked my ass off to grow about 180k followers just on Instagram. Now I've since sold the account and you can watch it in another video, but that really got me clarity over the direction I wanted to take to. What I realized is that clarity is not something where you wake up from your bed and then you go like, oh shit, I finally found clarity. But it's more of like a testing and refining process just to know what you like and what you dislike. Because even though I created tons of content, that didn't mean that I like creating content. I only like creating really, really high quality content. Those that create enlightening, mind-blowing lessons. And that's what I'm trying to do with this channel as well. So when I went into uni, I was really excited because I could finally understand why people make decisions. Uh, but that's not what psychology really is. So getting clearer over the direction was really the tipping point for me to consider dropping out from uni. What kind of encouraged me was that there was building of momentum and that was my second reason. You know, when I was younger, I always had a dream to become a millionaire. Then after that, it evolved to wanting to own a $100 million business. Now one thing is, of course, the cash. But more importantly, I personally didn't know anyone that made $100 million. And so I thought that if I don't know someone, then I would want it to come from me. So I can share with people, hey, this is how I did this, this is how I get to here. So that other people are able to create their own meaning of freedom as well. So as I came out from army, I started my marketing consulting business. I was honestly earning like only $500 a month. It's not a lot, but I was honestly enjoying every second of it. But by the time I went into uni, I had picked up a few clients and I was averaging about 5k a month around there. I was sleeping 5 to 6 hours a day managing the business and then studies, but I honestly didn't mind that. What really concerned me was that there were clients that were paying me. Because if I'm only placing in 50% to my business and clients, then how do I expect myself to produce the best results for them? And I honestly couldn't live with myself if I'm not placing in 100% to getting results for my clients. At one point of time, I felt like really frustrated, a little bit unethical that, hey, I'm taking people's cash, but yes, I'm getting them results, but it's not the best results that I know that I can deliver. Now, if I chose not to drop out, the momentum would have dropped and then I have only a few clients I can take on because of my time. The turning point was really when one or two clients didn't really have much results. And that really affected me. Like, I couldn't sleep because I was just thinking like, oh shit, you know, I could have done this better, I could have done that better, but I don't really have that time. And it was really just digging at me every single day. So dropping out was really a huge, huge relief to me because I was then able to upgrade my business model and then scale up my business from there. And I'm super happy now that we continue to have a 100% success rate. Now the last reason is a really big and painful one. It's taking extreme ownership over my life. Honestly, my biggest fear yet hope was my parents. I haven't been the best kid while I was growing up. Like I bullied others, got sent to principal's office, got sent to counseling. And honestly, I wasn't the easiest kid to handle. So when I went to junior college, I knew I wanted to repay back the efforts that my parents gave to me. I knew my parents always wanted me to go into NUS or NTU because it's one of the top 15 universities in the world, but also because my older brother and sister went there. I'm not exactly an academically smart nor dumb person. I went through neighborhood schools of Pasir Ris Crest Secondary, moving on to Tampanese JC before making it into NUS. 
dropping out was literally the opposite of what my parents wanted, especially after I worked my ass off to get into it. So when I first voiced out the idea to my parents, that was like after semester one, I was toying around with the idea. And to be very honest, they were super angry, super disappointed. Basically what you would have expect if you told your parents to drop out. I think for majority of our parents. And they kept repeating to me that I will regret my decision, right? This is not going to be good. It's not going to be safe. You're not going to be certain. Do you know what's your career? Will people even know you if you don't have any certification? Who will acknowledge you? Yeah, and I still remember this because it came and it bombarded like mad. It got to a point where my relatives were calling me and also convincing me to stay on. And I honestly thought of staying on because I was being told that every single time and whenever I had the idea of dropping out, I was constantly told that, you know, you should stay on, it's not going to be safe, right? This is the best path for you. So every single time I raised the point, there were always objections when I was thinking of the idea. People would say no, right? They would keep telling me the same thing. I got to a point where I told myself, maybe, you know, I should just stay on to university, see how I can juggle between my business and as well as studying. And I remembered my girlfriend telling me this that I was just afraid of going against my parents' wishes. And that was a big, big one. I always thought that I was extremely fearless because I was quite a rebel. But that was really the truth. Because I have so much respect and love for them for raising this rebel. It's not easy at all. I can't imagine what it was like for my parents to have raised me. And now I'm gonna rebel again after working my ass to get into the gym school that I want to go into. It was so hard to justify the certainty and security of what I do because I wasn't earning like big money in my business, maybe like 5k a month, 10k a month. And then the question they'll pop up is like, oh yeah, sure, you can earn this much now, but how about later? But I know that they're just coming from a space where they're really just very, very concerned of where I might land up with because my dad didn't really have the best education and he would want me to have the education that he didn't have. Ultimately, this was a decision that I had to make for myself and not just for my parents. It was for my business, for the team that I was employing and then for the clients that were paying me as well. Something I learned from my mentor and coaches was that you can still love and respect your parents while still choosing the best decision that works for you. And to me, I know that if I stayed on, right, I would really have hated every single second. I remember when I went to the second semester in the first year, I was really hating every single assignment that I did. Like, I really did my best to juggle in the first semester when I put in the effort, right, talk to people, ask questions, get, uh, get, have problems, go, go and search for the professor. But after that one semester of just testing, I really didn't enjoy it. So I knew I had to make a decision where I could love myself. And of course, it's not really my parents' decisions, but I know that I can continue loving them after I made that decision. And also because I have friends that are a few years older than me that became entrepreneurs while dropping out. So that was really the final nail in the coffin where I knew that I wanted to take on this path. Honestly, if I fail, I'm going to enjoy failing and I know that I'm going to bounce back up. And I know it's not going to be easy. I know it's going to be tough. And there's never been a journey where it's tough, where it's easy. And to me, what I realized in life is if you want to be really great, there is never a path where it's certain and easy. Either way, both paths are going to be really hard if you want to be great. Like we're living in the era of evolving possibilities. You can go viral on TikTok and then make sponsorships and then make a living out from that. That didn't exist like five years back. NFTs weren't even known like three years or four years back. 
as I'm saying this, let me know in the comments what has really resonated with you. And if you want to see me or hear me talk about how I dropped out and then still pursue my dream without dying. But I just want to end off this video with my take on whether you should drop out, whether you should take a leave of absence gap year, or you should continue staying on. Now drop out if you have the passion, the skill, and the demand proven from the industry where you don't really need certifications to thrive. For example, learning about sales doesn't make you a top salesperson. The one with more experience and skills will simply win because they're paid based on commissions and sales. So my thing is that I would rather go about making mistakes learning from actual business mentors than to go about learning from professors in uni about business. Now take a gap year if you have the passion or the skills, but you don't really have the demand from the industry. So taking one or two semesters out will really get you clear on whether you have something that people will pay you for. And if it doesn't work out, at least you're back to the safe drawing board of university and they can go and test and refine again. Last but not least, stay on if you know that the industry you want to go in needs a certification. For example, if you're going into science, biomed, medicine, law, all these kind of things that need certifications. And if you don't know what your passion or skills are, that's fine. Just stay in school and then test out different hustles. Over time, the more you do it, the more you're able to develop skills. And you'll usually be naturally passionate in an area where you have high competency in. If you think about it, like the best skills that you have, you probably enjoy doing those things. But yeah, uh, I would say that if you haven't really discovered in terms of your passion or skill, I highly suggest you to just uh, read this book called So Good That They Can't Ignore You by Carl Newport. I think that was a really great book that I read when I was, I think, 16 or 17 that got me to really hone on what skills I want to be known for. With that, let me know if you got any questions that you want to shoot, any questions that you want to ask, anything that you want me to answer, because I want to answer whatever questions that you have, whatever insights that you've gotten from this video. Please sit down in the comments. I would really love to interact and hear people that are going through the same journey as me, because sometimes I feel that if you have very, very big ambitions, they can be quite lonely at times. So if you're someone that's an overachiever, you're someone that's very career-driven, Drop down what your thoughts, drop down uh, questions that you have for me as well, and love to answer and interact with you as well. Now, if you honestly enjoyed this transparent sharing of my problems and struggles, do smash the like button, subscribe, and share this with all your friends as well. Alright, if you have enjoyed this episode, do make sure to leave a review on your biggest takeaway. If you're looking for a proven system to attract high-paying clients without spending a cent on ads, just head over to strategicattraction.com where you can get access to trainings and further resources. I look forward to seeing you there.